Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about, well, I wanted to call it, Americans don't have the stomach for it. And, you know, at first I was thinking about, like, you know, we used to be where we'd stand up for things and, and really be, you know, the tough go of it and then obviously it all started to turn around vietnam and you know we just we we didn't have our heart in it with the war and we couldn't really you know commit to it and i think that ended up leading to tragedy and obviously that segues into you know what happened in the iraq war the war on terror, you know, cause I, the first, the first Iraq war, I guess would be, you know, what I was saying, like with W or uh, sorry, with Bush senior, then, you know, later kind of the second Iraq war and war on terror. And it just, it goes downhill. We're not down for really committing. And if you're going to do something half-ass, there's no point in doing it, but it's also, segued into our culture and kind of, you know, Americans are our culture kind of fits that same theme of not having the stomach for it. We just, man, we're not down for anything. Um, so like back to the war thing, if you're going to go and, and fight people, the reason that somebody like the Taliban or, you know, ISIS or whatever it is that we're fighting on any given day. Um, the reason they're able to be successful is because we're not willing to commit and go, you know, all in. And I mean, part of it was they knew they just had to have the staying power. You know, how many times have we abandoned people after we're like, Hey, you know, Kuwaitis, we got you. And, you know, hey, we're going to help you guys out. 
and we start and we're there, you know, with the Koreans, with, I don't know. It just over and over again, we don't have the resolve to follow through. And it's, it's hard. I mean, war is ugly. War is hard, but then don't do it. Don't do it if you're not willing to commit and jump in. Kevin, I see you making faces. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. I feel like uh, I feel like lately this country has been a bunch of half-assed, ha- bunch of half-assed shit. You know, it seems it seems that it seems that that hippie patchouli, yes. not washing your ass bullshit, has kind of spread into the whole the whole culture. Um, yeah. You know, when I was a no, youngster, I, mean, I I remember my yeah. grandmother. You know, my grandmother, you know, was a was a tough old lady, and she she grew up during the Great Depression. And you know, what she used to tell me when I was a when I was a kid, she'd say, you know, Kevin, sometimes you just got to slap your dick in the mouths of those bitches that don't want to act right. And Is that what your grandmother told you? Yeah, she had a dirty mouth. But I feel like that's kind of uh, that's kind of lost on uh, on America today. You know, no grandmas aren't telling their grandkids that. No, because they're all—all all the grandmas are hippies now. You know uh, that you just got to ignore armpits. your bully. You just got to ignore your bully. Then it'll leave you alone. That's not that how is bullies the best work. Policy. Dude. No, you got to punch him in the fucking nose. You got to break that shit. You got to do something. Uh, you know what I mean? You got to stand up for yourself. You can't just uh, pretend that you're a little bitch and maybe he'll leave you alone because you're a bitch and it, you're not worth it. That's not how bullies work. And that's, that's honestly that's just, Yeah, go ahead. That, that's like on September 11th, you know? I, I think that's how things happened on, you know, those first two planes in the towers. How, you know, Americans were like, hey, just let the proper authorities handle it. You can't handle shit as an individual. And that's really why it was so impressive. You know, the guys in Pennsylvania, the stories we got later, you know, of the the passengers getting together and saying, hey, even though it's going to cost us everything, mm-hmm. you know, we got to stand up to this. It's rare that, you know, Americans really show that kind of resolve. I mean, we see it on the battlefield. We see it on the individual level. It definitely happens. Mm-hmm. But as far as a whole in a culture, we don't seem to really, you know, embrace standing up and doing what's right it's basically i feel like doing what's hard is never the choice anymore you know we're so i i don't know if it's we went down this dangerous road of protecting our kids so much you know having them so sheltered and teaching them over and over you know hey if it's hard don't do it or if it you know if there's any risk you shouldn't be doing it and by, you know, patting up our kids and protecting them so well, instead of making them invincible, which is what padding should be doing, it ended up, you know, basically making them scared and terrified. You know, they, instead of it emboldening you, emboldening you to, you know, go out and do something, you know, radical or crazy, instead it makes you feel like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I need to be worried. There's so many dangers out there. You know, somehow in that mindset, it got corrupted. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess that's, you know, where my biggest concern. Yeah, I think that a lot of that, a lot of that shit is, you know, it's coming out of 
coming out of schools. It's coming out of, uh, you know, uh, inclusiveness. It's coming out of like petty little bullshit. And, and, um, you know, that's the sort of stuff that really makes you weak. You know, when you see, like when you see kids skateboarding outside and you got to go yell at them because they might get hurt, you know, shit like that. Danger. Danger. You should get hurt as a kid. You know, America has the best doctors in the world. It's okay to get a broken bone sometimes, especially when you're a youngster and that shit can heal up. You know, my old fucking rickety ass, if I break my hip, that's it, man. I'm done for. You're done. You're limping for the rest of the way. Yeah, you I know, did my heal, chicks take scars and uh, America's got the best doctors in the world, right? That's right. That's, that's how I was brought up. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, we're kind of losing that mindset. That culture is uh, slipping away. No, it's still out there. I mean, there's definitely, you know, probably 30% of America that, but damn, the ones who are willing to scream in your face and shout at you. To us, it just seems like childish, whiny babies, but because they're the ones screaming and, and shouting, that's what people see and hear. And politicians are like, oh, this is what they want. Let's keep going that way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they there's four angry people voices. on Twitter that keep posting the same bullshit. That must represent yeah. all of, of all of America. That, you know, uh, I, I remember uh, Rush Limbaugh used to uh, say uh, – you know, oh, there, there's like three ladies with a fax machine sending out, you know, 1,500 faxes complaining about something. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, that basically sets policy for everything. And it's kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I guess there was a story where, you know, they actually got exposed that that was the case, you know, that it really was like, you know, it's one of the older stories way back when that, that shit happened. But uh-huh. that's it. The few... Because they're the only ones, you know, to take off work and, or basically they don't work anyway. So they get up off the couch and go, uh, go out and protest and make a thing. But it's so entwined in our culture, um, you know, where we're getting lazier and lazier and afraid to do anything. You know, that's why I was so amazing how COVID was able to kind of destroy our economy like it did, where, you know, it really just shut us down. I mean, as soon as people had the opportunity to not work and and have their bills paid and and whatever, they were like jumped on it and nobody wants to go back. And now they're all like, yeah, yeah, work seems hard. And then when you get smacked with the reality of inflation and you realize, damn, if I go back and break my ass, I can what, get a happy meal at the end of the day. You know, it's not, right. you know, it, it's an ugly <clears throat> world. I was actually, uh, I, I was looking at like maybe, uh, you know, getting a better interest rate on my house and, uh, you know, lowering the mortgage a little bit. And I was talking to a girl last night and she's like, yeah, everybody's house. You know, I was like, yeah, my house has gone up. I think it's something like 90% in a year and a half. That's insane. <clears throat> Right. You know, and, and it wasn't like super cheap either, you know, and, and to jump up that much. And the lady's like, yeah, but it's not you. It's everybody, you know, everybody's real estate. That That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying you saw some terrifying uh, inflation numbers. What are you, what are you seeing? I mean, yeah. I know in reality we're seeing inflation, but there's hard numbers. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, going back to April, April was 4.2%, which is high. Uh, then it was uh, May was five percent, 
June was 5.4%. July is 5.4%. August is 5.3%. September is 5.4%. Every month, things are going up massively. Yeah, month. I mean, a year having 5% inflation is a lot. Usually it's like two or three a year. This is a month. And then if you think about it, it's compounding, right? So it's not just up 4%. It's up 4% after you, you know, the 105% from the month before, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just, right. It's insane. Right. The, you know, in the United States, control. historically, the monthly average has been 0.4%. And now we're wow. doing five over five every fucking month. Wow. That is that is unbelievable. But I mean, I, I say it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable we could get here. And this doesn't mean anything to anybody. It's not unbelievable that it's happening because, damn, McDonald's just said 9%. I just did a uh, radiator in the truck. Did, I don't know if I told you this story, but I put a radiator in the truck. I called AutoZone and it was $199 for the radiator. And I procrastinated and did it about a month later. So a month. And I'm sure it was the same one that was sitting on the shelf earlier that, mm-hmm. you know, sitting on there when I went and got it later. And it was 236 from 199 in a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. oh, shit. You know, um, McDonald's just announced they're going up 9% across the board on their menus. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, oh, McDonald's, you greedy bastards. No, it's right. They And That's they broke cost. it down. They said our food costs went up this, our labor costs went up this, or, mm-hmm. you know, and it just, how do you not? It, it's right. insane. Um Inflation is unbelievable. And obviously, where's the inflation coming from? It's coming from outer control government spending, right? You know, you guys remember hearing Biden saying, uh, hey, don't worry, the 3.7 trillion, that's not going to affect anything. That is not going to cost a single American one dime, right? That's what he said. Yeah. Um, guess what? <laughs> it's costing. But here's the thing. I don't even think they haven't even like printed that. That hasn't even happened. That's inflation yet to come. Mm-hmm. That's inflation over the horizon. That's right. not even what's happening right now. Right. And I, I hear a lot of people talking about how, uh, you know, you have to do this sort of stuff. You have to help the poor. But the inflation is a tax on poor people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeff Bezos isn't getting that inflation hit, you know, getting hit with that. That's you. That's me. That's people listening to the show. That's, that's, right. you know, the poor, the less money you have, the more that's going to affect you, the more that's going to punish you because you're the one that has to buy groceries every fucking week, you know? And when, right. when people talk about the shit, you know, helping people out by giving them money. Yeah. You know, that's, that's great. That's fine. Whatever. But that money has to come from somewhere. It has to come from the back end and the back end is the, what's affecting you. What's affecting the grocery right. stores. That's well, why you can't afford to the- go out to eat. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, you're thinking, hey, you know, my stocks are going up. I've been ecstatic because my stocks go up like 12% a year. But if you're telling me that the economy, the dollar is devaluing 5% every month, that means yeah, I'm that, losing money in the stock market. I mean, that 12%, yes, yeah. if, I'm gaining money, but I'm losing value. Right. And if you haven't gotten a raise a raise this year, you're making a lot less money than you were making at the beginning of the year. 
that was my uh, my company came out and we're like, oh, don't worry, everyone. Last year, hey, it's been like five years since we've given you a cost of living raise. We're going to give everybody sixty five cents an hour across the board. Ah, uh, nice. And I break out. I break out the calculator and do the math. I'm like, wait a minute, that, that sucks. <laughs> right. I'm like, right. you guys are killing me. Sixty five you know? cents. Yeah. <sighs> I'm like, that's not, I mean, I guess if I'm making $5 an hour, that works, but. Right. And if you're right. doing it every year, you know. It, yeah, oh, that's a grand dude. total of $22 a month or something if you're working 40 hours a week. Oh, dude, and that's the kind dude. of bullshit I keep seeing. Everybody around me is, is doing the same thing. Oh, I got a raise. You didn't really get a fucking raise. You're making less no, money you than you were making you last lost. year. Right. Right. And that's. You know, so that's that's these insane policies that are are doing it, and and what I mean is, you can't just keep printing money and have it have no effect. You know, if right. you're growing the pool and everybody has more to spend, you know, go go watch some Milton Friedman videos because even though everybody says he's wrong, you know, it, just just search on YouTube like Milton Friedman explains, you know, inflation, and and the world will uh, turn up for you. You'll understand everything. Uh, this isn't the podcast for that. People don't need me preaching that because I already have a hundred times and I probably overstepped at that point too. But the reason we do it is because we feel like nobody should go without because we care so much. And it's one of the things I, I end up uh, kind of just to keep myself grounded in perspective. I go back and listen to like Atlas Shrugged every uh you know, every five years or so. And, and I run through it again and, and, you know, to keep me on point and get me fired up. And the thing is like, it used to be that when I'd listened to it, even two, three years ago, some of the things didn't hit home like they do now. Like, I feel like it's even worse. You know, people are like, well, the moral thing, it's greedy to be out to want there and, and your business to succeed when there's all these other people who aren't, you know, if you make such a good car that people only buy your car, how are they going to people who make mediocre cars going to sell cars? And, right. and that's kind of the mindset that we're getting though, that, you know, they, the businesses that do well are greedy and whatever. I mean, to be honest, you should all be grateful that Amazon is there and exists like it does. Cause I have a feeling that your standard of living would be a lot crappier if you didn't have Amazon, you know, available to us. Amazon levels the playing field as far as, as uh, you know, keeping the cost down. Like, so if you live in the middle of nowhere and you know, it, people are going to sell a shovel cause it's hard to move and whatever for $40. Cause it's hard to get there. You could still usually get something shipped to you from Amazon for like 15 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And right. the idea is people paint Amazon as so ugly and evil. Now, is it like Google where they're doing some things to deliberately crush people? Yes. Are there ugly things in there? Yes. But as a whole, has it done more good for you as an individual? I believe all day. Mm -hmm. Um it really does make it available to you, all this stuff. But we have such a culture that's so crazy. We've let the schools and everything else teach this mindset of, you know, everybody should have the same thing. It's not fair. 
And but the thing is, they're not talking about bringing everybody up. They're talking about everybody being brought down. You know, we, right. we don't lift people up. We bring everybody down so that way it's fair. And that's the most disgusting thing in my mind is that, you know, and people don't have, you know, they uh, throughout Atlas Shrugged, there's a, a couple of different times they say, you know, what, what's the most depraved type of human being? And the answer, according to, to Ayn Rand there is, uh, you know, somebody who, uh, who has no purpose or has no desire to, you know, to get ahead and move. And that's that, it used to be called the American spirit. And I think before that, you know, it was like the human spirit, you know, of being motivated to get ahead. And, you know, I mean, we used to stand for that. It used to be a thing where we'd try and, and get ahead and, you know, make yourself better. And it's not better than my neighbor or whatever. I mean, you end up in order to have goals and, and see competition yeah, maybe, you know, it's, hey, I want to be bigger than Amazon or I want to, you know, make a better search engine than Google. Yeah, that's a competitive against, but it's it's also against yourself. It's what can I can I do to, to make myself stand out and, you know, achieve. And now that's considered like evil pride, you know? Um, now, you know, pride... I think when they, they talk about it in the Bible is, you know, being the original sin and, and kind of thing. I, I think it's more the connotation of jealousy and, you know, wanting, you know, to be like crush others and, and whatever, but respecting yourself and having self-worth is not a bad thing. Uh, wanting to achieve the best of your ability you know, from a biblical point of view, you know, the Bible says that you should be good stewards of all that God's given you and take care of it. And that's really it is, is you want to bring out the best of what you got and what you are. And that's what, you know, used to be considered that American spirit was bringing out the best. And it's for everybody. I mean, that's what we want is the best for everybody. Now, a good way to bring out the best in everybody is to give them a million bucks. Does that sound right? <laughs> right. Well, you know, I always felt that, yeah, I mean, that's, I always felt that the most important person to invest in, you know, if you're trying to help somebody out, you need to help yourself. You know, nobody, nobody is, nobody's, uh, is, is more interested in you than you are. You know, if, if you want to talk about minorities and, and uh, protecting minorities, you need to th the smallest minority is you. You know what I mean? If you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And a lot of people now, I, I see a lot of fucking Karens losing their shit, oh. being offended on, on, on behalf of other people. You know what I mean? Mind your own fucking business. Yes. Mind your own business and take care of yourself. And then you can fucking deal with other bullshit. But, you know, if you're if you're fucking 300 pounds and you haven't gotten off your fucking couch in in two months, you can't help anybody else. You know, get your own shit yeah. together. If you're worried about the way things are going, get your own shit together. Deal with that instead of being fucking uh, upset because yeah. somebody else talked to somebody else in a, in some sort of a way. <laughs> deal with your own fucking problems because you got them. Yeah. You everybody's got their own fucking problems. Start there. But, like you it. know. 
I, I one of the things I was at, at work yesterday and we were talking and I, I really have gotten away from like talk radio and that kind of stuff and, and following politics to the, you know, in an insane degree, I guess. And it was just, you know, my job kind of led to it where, you know, I was driving alone in the, the work van every day where, you know, it just, you're bored and you have nothing to do. And turns out you can only listen to the same iPod playlist or whatever, you know, over and over again, where you find yourself looking for other outlets. Now, I know there is the Joe Rogan podcast and some other things, but bottom line, you need to, uh, well, shit, there's the survival and basic badass podcast, right? So, you know, I mean, there is that, but anyway, there are things to listen to, but the bottom line is, you know, you, you need to focus on you and not get too distracted. I, I was listening to all the politics and stuff and I'd get worked up and, and, you know, this isn't right. We're going down this bad road. But the thing is, you need to start at the basic level. You know, like Kevin said, the smallest individual being you or the smallest, uh, sorry, minority being you. But that's where the change needs to start. We need to start with you and then kind of your family. And then, you know, and just have some pride and some worth and start to create things and and do things that are going to benefit your family and that are real and that actually produce value, you know, things that are going to matter and and be real. Um, So often we get caught up in this mindset of, oh, well, it's too much. You know, I can't beat inflation. Um, You know, that was one of the things that frustrated me with politics is, you know, we work so hard. It's like, oh, we need a Republican in office or all oh, this. So it's we get the $3.7 trillion from a Democrat spending or we get $2.7 trillion from a Republican. Either way, we're screwed. I mean, a lot of this inflation that we're seeing now came from things that, you know, happened under Trump where, you know, the policies of things not, you know, things shutting down and whatever. Now I, I understand, you know, a lot of you're like, well, Trump was kind of opposed to shutting stuff down and he tried to keep it open. And it was a delicate balance. I mean, I'm not sure what the right thing, you know, how many deaths there would have been if we went one way or another. But my point is the government keeps spending. We keep spending tons of insane amounts of money And it's not going to stop with the culture that we've already created. The schools have gone too far as far as indoctrinating our children, just in creating a mindset where they feel that, you know, they're entitled to stuff and that it's okay to spend. I mean, they've really taught our kids that printing money and, and the government, you know, they always say it's the government giving you stuff. The government's not giving you anything. I mean, the government doesn't have a checkbook of their own funds. They just have a checkbook of the funds that they've taken from you. And you're saying, well, they didn't take 3.7 trillion from me, but yes, they kind of did. And here's how, what they did is they printed the money out of nothing, which made all your dollars worth less. And that's how that works. Um, It just is an ugly cycle. And you need to get back to the basic of, taking care of you and your family and producing and then spreading that to your friends and, you know, encouraging them to take care of themselves and and produce. And basically, I mean, 
at, at a prepper level from, from our basic standpoint, I mean, really it's, you know, learn to barter and trade amongst yourselves, you know, right now is a great time to, you know, square away your shit, get your life in order and try and live within your means, you know, by you not going out and buying stupid shit at the inflated rates. And by actually, you know, if you can produce products, you know, chickens laying eggs or whatever it is you do, you know, making widgets or maybe uh, some span eye blades, uh, making some fancy knives, selling it, whatever, whatever it is, you know, when you do that, you're just basically making, you know, more real products. And in a way you're kind of inflate fighting inflation. Um, but the big thing is to have your house in order to get your shit in check. Um, I made some kind of dig. Our, our culture has gone so, so crazy where I said, Oh, we should just give you everybody a million bucks. One of the things uh, I was just reading was that, uh, you know, we're talking about at the border, all the families we separated, we should uh, pay them 450,000 per person so that, uh, that they're, you know, for the injustice we did by separating criminals from their children after the people break their law. And I know it, like, it shocks you when I say criminals. You're like, well, are they really criminals? They were just doing what they thought was best for their family. Well, guess what? As a society, we created laws. You don't think of it as wrong if the Mexican government arrests people from coming in from, you know, south of their border when they arrest people and put them in jail for sneaking across the border, you're like, oh, well, that's what they do. You know, that's understood. Mm -hmm. But Americans, we're better than that. We're, we're, are we better when we do that? Is that really what you believe? That that's because we're so good? No, maybe they should, they should fix, what is it Trump would say? Fix your own shitty country? That, that sounds mm -hmm. like uh, <laughs> some kind of evil Trump hate speech or something, you know? Fix your own mm -hmm. shit. And that's really what it comes down to. Nobody wants to be accountable or responsible for their own shit. And that's what we need to start doing. And that's what we need to start the way we're going to fix, you know, the world we're in. Because the way we're going is bad. It's really bad. Um, you know, we've created a culture of just, well, I want and I deserve. And you're going to find where we all have nothing. Um, there's inflation is going to rob us so bad that you're not going to be able to afford or get anything. And you're like, well, it's everybody. So we're all in the same boat. Well, guess what? We're all in the same boat in the 1930s with the depression, you know, right. we're all in the same boat of starving to death, you know, and that's not going to be a great boat to be in. Yeah. Well, I feel, I feel like, you know, that sort of, that sort of mindset, you know, we're all in this together is, you know, it's a, it's a good mindset, but it's not how you, how you take care of your own shit. It's not how you take care of your family. It's not how you take care of yourself. You know, that if you can, if you can afford to help out your neighbor with an extra 10, 20 bucks, you know, if, if you've been poor, you know, how valuable that $20, how much that $20 can help. But when the when it comes down to it and people are relying on the government to take care of them you know it's it's like a you know like you were saying earlier they're they're paying us money they're giving us money
that's the money they already took from us. Just let right. me keep my own shit and I'll take care of myself. You know, more and more I see this, uh, you know, I run into it every day. I run into people and I just, I just think like, you're a bitch ass motherfucker, you know, get your shit together. Be a fucking grown up. Be a fucking man. Take care of yourself. Stop worrying about all this petty little bullshit. Somebody said something that hurt your feelings. Whatever, dude. Get your shit together. Take care of yourself. And if you do that and you can respect yourself when other people say bullshit about you, it's not going to bother you because you have self-respect. And if you can't if you can't take care of yourself, you can't have self-respect. You know what I mean? That's how you get a bunch of sensitive motherfuckers like we're dealing with right now. No, we need to get rid of the safe space. Um, we do. We did actually decide, me and Kevin talked, and we wanted to create a safe space for the Survival and Basic Badass podcast. And what we can do is, I worked it out, that the way our podcast will interact with your phone and stuff, if you just hit the mute or turn down the volume, then you can kind of enjoy a safe space for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So if yeah, it's I'll be honest a little with too you. rowdy for you. If I if you feel insulted or triggered when I talk, you know, that's that's fine. Don't listen to the podcast because I'm not gonna stop doing Ooh. this shit. I'm not gonna stop swearing. Ooh. I'm not gonna stop being offensive. If you don't like it, don't listen. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. It doesn't bother me if people don't listen to the podcast or if people send me an email and say that they didn't re- really didn't like what I said. That's fine. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. I don't care if you listen to me. I don't care if you like me. But the truth of the matter is, you know, it's going back to that same thing about seeing fucking kids skateboarding outside and you're scared about them getting hurt. Leave them alone. Let people do what they want to do. Mind your own fucking business, you know? And I, I feel like that there's a there's a real lack of that in this country right now about people minding their own business. Mind your own business. You know, take care of yourself, take care of your family and do what's right by you. And then you can handle bigger problems, you know, but but starting off with trying to fix the entire world around you uh, before you can even you know pay your light bill. You're going to fuck up and you're going to have problems. And it seems like that's what the whole fucking country is doing right now. The government is doing this sort of shit where they want to be your fucking mommy and take care of you. But the government's corrupt and, and full of fucking narcissistic assholes that don't give a shit really about you. They just want to tell you what to do. And, uh, you know, if you feel like you need somebody to tell you what to do, email me. I'll tell you what to do. I'll let you know. You, got them. All right. you send me your problems and I'll tell you how to fix them. 90% of it is, is go to fucking work. You know, if you, if you could, if you could kick the person in the ass that causes you the most problems, your ass would be fucking aching. Cause it's you, you're the one that's getting in your own way. What is it that kid rock said? Life's a bitch, but I deal with it. That, that's, that's kind of the approach that we need. We need to start uh, moving in the, uh, you know, handle your own shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, people, people definitely have like grown into this. I'm entitled. I deserve it. It's not fair you know, mindset. And it's just getting so much worse and so fast. And the thing is before people were like, well, see, it's not hurting anything. See, it's not that bad. But like now inflation, people are kind of seeing it. Now, obviously 
it's greedy capitalists that are causing the inflation. If they weren't so damn greedy, you know, all your meat suppliers being like, yeah, well, no, it's going to be $10 for uh, a pound of bacon. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it really the supplier or is it because everything fucking costs more because money's worthless? That's kind of the direction that I think that, you know, the reality is going. I feel like if you can't see it, you really need to go back to your school and uh, demand your money back from your education. Because if you don't understand that we're being robbed by our government, you're being naive. You know, you're, you're just, it's bad. You got cheated. Somewhere along the line, your government has failed you. And I hate to say it, I'm going to make some of you guys cry right now, but your parents failed you, you know, because I hate to say it, it's your parents' duty to teach you this shit. My kids will tell you I'm an asshole. Kevin's kid, I don't know, does he think you're an asshole? Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because all we, all I do all day long is preach, this is ridiculous. You see why this is wrong? Do you get it? Do you understand? Are you going to freaking vote for the socialist bullshit? You know, all day long, I'm just beating them over the head with it, and they hate me. But mm-hmm. how it's so terrifying to see what we're becoming and how, you know, we can't stand up to anything and, and we don't do what's right because we're like, well, you know, people will think I'm filled with hate. But it goes back to there was a book that uh, Glenn Beck actually uh, had wrote. It was a, uh, a fiction novel. And it was called The Overton Window. And it's about a uh, mindset that people have like in the advertising industry where if you say something over and over again, you can kind of shift the culture. And Uh you can get people – and the example they give in the book is like it used to be that people would think you're insane and it's ridiculous to pay for bottled water. And now people think it's insane and ridiculous that you drink tap water. You know, and even though both waters come from the same place, you know, I know that uh, one of the water plants that Kevin, uh, Kevin worked at, and I guess still works at, I don't know. And uh, they, uh, they sell the water to the town, you know, they, they create the water and they also were selling water to a bottled water company, you know, was using it at the end of the line and filling bottled water. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, You know, it's like, well, think about that. You're paying for the bottled water that is coming out of your tap. They're putting it in a bottle, but you won't drink it out of your tap. And you're like, oh, but it tastes so good out of that bottle. Right. And that's that. But it's just a shift in culture and what we believe. And if you think of where you are in your beliefs right now, like how you feel about gay marriage or homosexuality or abortion or you know but your tolerance level has shifted to a different place and it doesn't matter what's right or wrong and like i said i don't give a shit what people do you do you you know that's that whole libertarian mindset i don't give a fuck what you do but because you do your own business just don't make me pay for it but actually i told my kids you should write this down what you believe what's your stance on this what's your stance on this I was like, think of these issues and you need to decide what you think is fair and humane. You know, we talk about, well, you know, 
it's all right to kind of, you know, put somebody out of their misery if they're in a lot of pain or, you know, do, are they really living a quality life if they're, you know, that simple minded or if, you know, whatever, decide where your values are, where your values are and where you, you know, stand in life. Cause man, people's mind shifts. And even though you may not be where the crazy government is, you may have moved closer in that direction. You know, you're like, oh, well, I'm still okay with that. You know, yeah, like, I mean, now we're like, well, you know, but paying for public school, I mean, that's something you got to do. All right. The the health department. All right. You know, we got to give people vaccines because, you know, I mean, there's that, you know, that's basics. All right. I'm cool with welfare from the government if we just give them enough food to live and then that's it. Well, all right, but were you there 10 years ago? Were you there 20 years ago? Or is that now that's how much we've shifted? Or, uh-huh. well, you know, I mean, they should have a TV and, and like air conditioning. I mean, we should pay for their heat and cooling. I mean, nobody can live in a house that's 100 degrees. Well, yeah, you know, but it just, it's a sliding scale and we keep giving more and more. And I'm not saying we should give less shouldn't give anything i'm saying that you should be responsible for your own damn self and figure out your own shit stop being lazy get off your ass and do what's right don't vote for things that are just easy but like i said the voting end i feel like that time's come and gone um and i feel like even if we got rid of all the politicians we had if every one of them disappeared every congressman every senator every state and local government politician um if they all disappeared, we'd elect the same jackasses tomorrow because we all want the same shit. Society and culture have you know, created a world where we're going to vote for the guy who promises things that are happy instead of what's hard and what's uh-huh. real. You know, Because if a politician comes out and it's like, hey, we need to cut programs. Well, fine. I'm good with cutting all those social programs, but we need a military that's decent. And we got to be able to compete with China and we got to be able to, you know, do this or, you know, we need goods roads. I mean, I'm tired of driving on pothole roads and whatever. So we got to spend money on that. Just not this other thing. No, we got to do what's hard. We got to stop spending money that we don't have. We got to stop creating shit as a culture. We got to do where we do better. And when we pave roads, we pay somebody for that. We actually get a quality product at the end of the day. You know, it's, mm-hmm. we, we've let things go to shit. So Kevin, what do you think? You wrap this up for us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think that we've got, we've got a lot, a lot of work to do as, as America, as a, as a culture, as a people, we've got a lot of work to do, but that work starts at home. You know, we can't rely on the government to take our money and spend it for us and and choose the correct, you know, make the correct decisions for us. We only we can make those those decisions for ourselves and for our family. And, you know, we keep like you said, we just elect the same assholes over again. It's not you know, we keep we keep I don't know what what's going on in the world, but it seems like if somebody says they can lower taxes and increase benefits, then we vote for them, even though that makes no fucking sense, you know? Right. And, and, you know, you just, you just got to start 
You got to start at home. That's all. Start taking care of yourself. Start providing for yourself. Start taking care right. of your family. Start educating your children and and be be an asshole parent. It's okay. Yes. It's okay to spank yes. your fucking kids every once in a while. You know, right. I, I feel like it was the baby boomers that fucking ruined this whole goddamn country. And I'm going to blame it on the yeah. hippies. Again, it's the hippies' fault. But There you go. That's it. I did just just hear a uh, podcast with uh, Shaq and, and Shaq's brilliant advice for all of you is he told his kids, you're not rich. I'm rich. And that's how it should be. You know, don't let people ride on your coattails, inspire them and teach them to be awesome on their own. And that's what it's going to take. I mean, you got to realize all the prepping and preparedness stuff that we've had and We've talked about paying down your debt and getting your shit in order and having storage and stuff for the future. All that stuff, you just beat inflation. You know, you got ahead of the game. And that's what you need to do. You need to be responsible for you, encourage others to uh, take care of their own shit. And we keep moving forward because it's going to make life a lot easier through hard times. And I hate to say it, even though nobody wants to admit it, it really looks like some hard times are coming around the corner. I know we're trying to paint a happy picture in politics and the news, but it could get a little tough here. So hang in there and, you know, bottom line, man up and, uh, you know, maybe take some Tums and uh, some uh, Pepto-Bismol, whatever it is, to, to get your stomach through it and do what it takes to kick some ass. You know, the survival and basic badass podcast, you know, man up, be a badass, take care of your shit. Cause that's what a real badass does. A badass. The reason that you separate yourself from other people is cause you do what needs to be done. You make the hard choices and you do the hard work to take care of your shit. You're responsible for your own and you need to do it. So you hate us, you love us, whatever it is, shoot us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Um, check us out on Facebook. Uh, if you search uh, Prepping Badass, probably find us. And uh, you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slam preppingbadass. Even better, you can actually support us by buying badass gear. Maybe a t-shirt that says, don't give them a fucking inch. You get that cool shit at preppingbadass.com. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.
I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.